0: made plays on offense as a receiver, made plays uh,
1: kind of all over the place. However, they used him on defense. Uh, we see him as a, a defensive back and his versatility on that side of the football with all the different ways they uh, used Matt Gallatin. I, I know will we'll serve him well. Being a coach's son, I know will serve him well. Really excited to add a Michael to the program. Um, next up, uh, Perkins twins uh, from Bozeman High, Jaden and Jaron. Um, first off, talking about Jaden, Jaden six one two ninety. Uh, we feel like um, is a a bigger version. Obviously, we have Justice here in our program, our starting center. Um, Jaden's a much bigger version of Justice as a high school high school athlete, but is a good athlete at that size. Um, Jaden missed a chunk of this season with injury, but when he did get get back out there, um, was really effective and. You know, it was a hard um, guy to handle on both sides of the football. Uh, Jaron is to cut size-wise a little bit more like Justice, um, and athletically is is very similar. And, and I told both both of them, um, just because your dad played or just because Justice has made his mark here, um, this has to be about you guys making this choice for yourself. And I, I think they went through a process and uh, ultimately chose come to Montana State, obviously adding to a legacy, but um, I think they both look to make their own mark. Um, Jaden will play the offensive line, and we're still kind of deciding with Jaron whether it be offensive line or defensive
0: line. And lastly,
1: Jared White. Um, we did not sign a running back uh, in the first uh, first portion of this class, so to get Jared um, signed up was big for us this, this past year uh, well, this past week, I guess, is his uh, his recruiting was late, late in the game. Um, you know, we had great intentions of getting down into the metroplex of Dallas-Fort Worth through this process with the nature of last spring being um, dead still. Uh, we got down there really one day in the fall during our bye week. Uh, we did not get back down there in December as we were as we were playing. Um. Obviously, we played down there. We played in for a skill where Jared's from, but really, were able to get down to the last couple of weeks and identified Jared as as a guy we would have felt like was slipping through the cracks. He was uh, a very effective running back in a, in, a, in a high level of competition uh, the, that he went against. Um, has a good frame, uh, has really good instincts, uh, catches the ball well in the backfield, and is, is hungry. And uh, you know, we really like what. Jared will bring uh, to the table and, and that running back position is obviously a critical one in our offense. And we feel like Jared's got the versatility and the, the makeup to do some special things moving forward. So, uh, you know, what I'll do here is I'll answer any questions on these five. If there's any follow-up questions on it, you know, the, the prior part of this class, the incoming transfers, who we kind of talked about on Friday, and then I will, you know, uh, to, I will address the hiring of Tyler Walker as well. So Let's just talk about the, I guess the recruits right now. Uh, I know last time the last period kind of came at a weird time. You guys were
0: playing, finals were gone. So what was kind of different about this period now how have you guys were done playing? It was a little easier, maybe?
1: Well, that still has become the primary time. Um, I guess what's, what's different about it, um, you know, that same day we were practicing. We had a game that Saturday, so you know, beyond me doing the press conference, it wasn't a ton of fanfare. Like tonight, we'll have a, a bench with, with quarterback club members, not only here in Boston, but across our state. So that's probably the difference. You, know, you have a chance, I guess, to, to celebrate it a little bit differently now, and, and that will be a collective celebration of the entire group that will occur. I know uh, what the February signing date has become is um, – not extras. It's not filling the gaps to some degree. It's just it's it's, it's trying to sign those guys that, that didn't choose to sign back in December, guys that we have been recruiting in some cases, guys that, like Jared that we've just come along. Um, and I know it's still a moving target. Uh, you know, the, the residual of the COVID numbers, the roster numbers being what they are, transfer portal and what that's done for high school kids right now, I think we'll continue to find out. So I would suspect our recruiting is not done. Um, you know, uh, it's kind of going to be an ongoing process to continue to fill out, you know, this, this group. So, you know, um, I hope that answered your question. I kind of want uh, But I think the biggest thing difference is when you're playing, you don't have a chance to kind of catch your breath and you know,
0: celebrate it, which we are today. Were there are any positions that you were looking to address?
1: Well, running back and, and finding a running back was was big, um, you know, and, and so getting Jared Jared into the mix was uh, – that was intentional. Um, I think it's a, a spot you always want to continue to add depth in competition. Um, you know, I, I think by and large we we did address, you know, all our position groups. Uh, but I, I know that we'll, you know, we'll have a chance to continue, continue to evaluate our roster and add – you know, whether there's, there's more high school kids out there, potential transfers in this semester kind of unfold. Coach, when
0: you're out there recruiting with your team, is there any added emphasis on taking kids from Montana?
1: Well, I, that's where, definitely where we want to start. You know, uh, I think having a foundation of kids from our state on our roster is, is very important. You know, so identifying guys that, that we feel com- – can play here, guys that believe that they can play here, that, that want to, you know, really want to go to school at Montana State, um, you know, was a big part of, of this class, you know, and we feel like, you know, in state, we are uh, really proud of the work that, uh, that we did, and that's a combination of, uh, you know, Bobby Daly being the lead guy, but all our guys kind of have an opportunity to get around the state, uh, which we did a couple weeks ago um, in this class. Ultimately, B.J. Robertson was the initial guy recruiting these guys, um, getting these guys to camp. Um, you know, each and every one of the Montana kids was on our campus this summer. So, I, yeah, I think it's no question the building
0: blocks of our class and we'll always be. Over the span of your one year here, and seeing the and High kids on your team, do you think that school really kind of prepares kids both well to the next level?
1: Yeah, I, you know, you, you look at the success they've had, I know the school split um, a couple of years ago, um, but the success they had, the the program that's coach Weshey is, has run um, coach Purcell before for him. I know coach Chandler was part of that staff um, at Bozeman high. You know, I, I think they, uh, they do things the right way. As far as, you know, it's uh football matters in those two, two schools. I think they, they have a year round program. Um, so I think when, uh, the guys do make jump to the college level. They've been well-coached. They're they used to training kind of that year-round, but they're also encouraged to be in multiple sports. I think you look at the guys that have had success for us. You know, I know Lance and Callahan come to mind in particular. They were making their mark um, in other ways, too, on the basketball court, and whatever, uh, playing both ways. You know, I think Lance was more of a defensive player in high school count and was quarterback. So, you know, my point is, yeah, they, they do come uh, from a really good program, and, you know, I, I think uh, – I think that's showed by
0: their ability to get on the field and be impactful for us. We'll be coaching three Perkins next year on the team, and their dad formerly played for MSU. Think about the whole Perkins bloodline kind of coming through your program. Yeah, you know, it's a. I think it's a great. These boys have.
1: Uh... You know continued to um you know have that perkins name and wear that name proud and, and you know justice obviously doing it both at the high school level and now here and then we we hope for the same out of jade and jaron and you know um having gone to a bozeman high game this this uh past season and seeing josh he's over in the corner he has the big inflatable he's got the red and black on he's involved in our program in every which way he can. So, you know, he's obviously thrown himself into both programs, and I think his son's um, success is product of that. But it's, it's a great story, and, you know, it becomes greater as his sons come here and have the success like the justice had And we hope for the younger two brothers. Obviously, you haven't lived here too long, but what have you seen
0: so far in terms of, like, the Bozeman community impacting kids growing up playing sports?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm about a, a year from the hire and, and having three boys and myself go through the program. I, I think, you know, youth sports matter here. Um, they, they're well organized. Um, you know, my experience with the, the high schools now and the high school splitting, I think they've worked through a tough transition and are working through a tough transition to continue to have both both high schools have competitive programs. Um, you know, I, I think the way that the community supports us is one thing, but then I think how they support the youth programs, the high schools um, is tremendous, and, and it uh, I think it shows in the experience that young kids have. Um, and then I think it shows in the uh, the number of you know high school athletes that can go on and play college sports at whatever level. I think uh, high school sports are important here. Sports in general are important here, and I, I know we're a piece of that at Montana State, but. know it's much bigger than
0: just us and kind of just what are your general thoughts on getting to work with the new class now coming
1: in yeah excited about it you know excited about the guys that are currently um just starting with us for the first time there's there's gray shirts off of the uh the 21 group there's transfers that we've added that are that are here now then you look forward to you know continuing to add um talent work ethic uh character to our program which i think we we have an abundance, you know, in, in, in the group that we added today and the group that we added back in December. So, um, yeah, you know, it never stops. You have to, you know, you, you have 16, 17 seniors move on. Um, we have guys continue to mature in your program, but you need guys coming from the bottom to continue to push everybody
0: and uh, keep the ball you so. you mentioned that, uh, but when did uh, Jared first get on your guys' radar?
1: yeah it was really um the beginning of uh this period this last couple of weeks honestly and and you know coach houseroy had his chance to, to get into high school and, and dig deep in every every area, whether that was uh football coaches uh, the administrators, I think he was questioning you know students in the hall <laughs> what they what they knew about the running back because we needed to find out fast kind of who who he was. Um, know, comes from a great family, a very supportive family, and, you know, um, there's a lot of good football players down in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and, you know, um, I think high school-wise, the numbers, we'll we'll see what it is, but there's going to be a much lower percentage of high school kids signed here, not because there's less talent, just because there's less opportunity, so wherever Jared fit into that mix, we're really excited that he's he's coming
0: here. Kind of weird that it was or your trip to Frisco, that that you
1: kind of became a uh, target. Yeah, I, you know, his high school is, I think, right kind of across the highway from um, where the stadium was at. Uh, so yeah, I think I think what's what benefited us is, is he immediately knew Montana State. You know, that we had just been in that game. Um, Parents thought it was too cold to go to the game that day, but they they had been to it before, um, in a football family, and yeah. So I think. I think the two things coming together is, is coincidence, but I, I think it definitely helped us that we had just been down there and played in that game. And, um, you know, I, we were going to be intentional about recruiting that area all along. It's just been a slower go given the, the nature of, of last year and then us not being able to get down there um, in full force, like we typically might have, you know, uh, either in the spring, the winter. Um, this is when it came up, I guess.
0: Why do you think he wasn't? I guess his, you know what, he didn't have any other different
1: offers. Yeah, uh, I, you could speculate on a lot of things. I know sometimes it's um, it's relative to a camp performance that uh, it's relative to you know maybe a tenth of a second on a stopwatch. You know I I do think decisions are made that way. Uh, Jared's been in track, but he doesn't have maybe the track times. Um, you know, he was not an open 100 guy last uh, last spring. He ran relays. You, you don't have that to kind of verify your speed, so to speak. Um, you know, he's football fast, though, and, and I think he's a guy that will develop. Um, so, no, I, I think it's a situation where uh, there's only so many spots out there. He's a productive guy that uh, was maybe the next step on some lists, and, you know, we're fortunate to have uh, found him and, and you know, got him up here along with his parents, and they fell in love with him in a hurry. what would He he you
0: say about that?
1: Well, I, w- I wouldn't say that's, um, that's wrong. I, I think he's uh, got some work to do to continue to develop like Justice has. Definitely the biggest at that, that stage. So... No, he he showed some athleticism. He just didn't play as much this fall. Um, hurt his wrist back at the beginning. I think of uh, actually a fall camp that slowed him up. So, no, I I hope he is. You no know, I think J- Justice is going to continue to set that bar higher and higher as he goes through it. And you know, um, I think those those two younger brothers have a incredible example to follow and, and honestly to live up to. Just with you know, um, Justice is the definition of an overachiever, you know, and, and, uh, um, whether Jane's more talented or not, let's, let's see how much she achieves.
0: Same lines and not quite like recruiting related, but uh, I wonder if just again you any comments on, on justice getting this ownership. And, uh, yeah. And it's, the yeah.
1: i um, really excited about that. I think, uh, you know, anytime, But we're looking at our scholarships and looking at where they need to go. The first place we need to look at is within our team um, before we go out and use that money in recruiting. And, you know, while we didn't maybe see it out of spring, it became evident uh, his Justice won that spot in the fall. And then he, you know, continued to play as steady as he did, that he was worthy of this. And, yeah, so it was was great to uh, award that to him. And, uh, you know, I, 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 trust that he's, he enjoyed it, but, uh, he's going to keep working too. So know, that's, uh, you know, that's anybody like, like, uh, justices walks on, that's got to be their goal, you know, and, and certainly for us, that's going to be how we want the, the story to continue and end too. I
0: saw, um, a tweet of basically about how they think they're going walk up because of the transfer portal. Well, you kind of touched on that, but I guess that. Something you've seen or can speak to, I guess. Yeah,
1: I think just speaking real simply with the math, um, you know, this past year our six-year guys didn't count. So they could be on full scholarship, but they didn't count. 85 guys on 63 scholarships. There's just you're naturally going to get squeezed, and at the same time, your roster. You know, you need to fill your roster out. So, you know, you're going to do that. You know, on top of that, 85 for walk-ons, and you know, um, I still want to say our charge with for walk-ons is find guys that we feel like someday will be scholarship players that will be on the field, and that was, you know, that was our mark with the guys in this crew, and um, I'm sure, a lot of programs had to do things similarly.
0: Um, no doubt about it. Hey, Coulter, do you have any recruiting questions? Okay.
1: Well, I know we released it on, on Monday. Um, we hired Tyler Walker, promoted Tyler Walker to our tight ends job. Um, we're really excited about what Tyler brings to the – to our program, um, and is what, what it's brought to our program in a year's time. Um, the Tyler's background on both sides of the football. Um, he was a defensive coordinator most recently uh, before he came here, but has experience um, at the college and uh, high school level um, as a receivers coach on the offensive side. And what I really saw out of him this past year, he's, he's obviously very passionate about coaching, um, but he, he was willing to take a step step back to, to to move up, um, to move up levels, I guess. Um, It was very, uh, very hardworking, very detailed, um, extremely organized. Tyler ran our camps this past summer and that was an opportunity for for him to shine in that role. Um, Obviously heading up our recruiting efforts, going back to this time, you know, basically last, uh, last March, I guess. Um, Again, very organized, very detailed. And at the same time, you know, was able to demonstrate to me throughout that uh, getting him back on the field um, would benefit our program. And, you know, um, look forward to working with our tight ends and taking that group to a to another level. So if you have any questions on Tyler, I'd be more than happy to answer them. Coulter, go ahead.
0: I mean, he he was kind of he moved around the defensive, I mean, defensive coordinator, obviously, and receiver. Is this something that he wants more on the on the other side? Or tight well, I think
1: different? he wants wants to be back on the field, and and he had a chance this fall to to, to serve as an offensive analyst off the field role, you know. So that's um, him and Coach Housewright were were GAs at the same time uh, back in Miami Ohio. So that's that's how I got to know Tyler. Um, I think. Taylor knew who Tyler was as a, as a worker um, and it was the relentless guy that would, you know, uh, was, was deserving, I guess, of, of moving up. And, you know, either you look at both their backgrounds, they were both, you know, on both sides of the ball as they, they were being brought up and, you know, ultimately, whether he wants to go on the defensive side or offensive side, um, I'm not sure, but I know he, as he jumped into this opportunity, uh, Wholeheartedly, from a recruiting coordinator perspective, our director of recruiting, uh, camp director, um, offensive analyst, and you know, I could see he was worthy of of an opportunity if we had had one moving forward. And when when Nate left, it, you know, it made more sense to me to, to put him into that position than the other one. And um I'm gonna run with
0: I know that. Then that his corner role will be built. Then there is still way to be built. Yeah,
1: up. yeah. We'll. Uh, um, I know we have. One more assistant to fill, and then how we structure the kind of recruiting department ops uh, position along with Ryan Lees. We'll, we'll roll that out in due time here.
2: Culture, cool, you get one more try. Can you hear me? Yeah, there you Look go. Look at that. Pressed all the right buttons. You think I might do this for a living? Uh, just a couple for me, Coach. Um, when it comes to just the budgeting of a roster, so to speak, when you do have so many young players coming back with this sort of unique. Turnover. How did you go about sort of learning that part of it? Because it seems like this has never really happened before.
1: Yeah, I think it's a it's an ongoing um, process, you know, and it's, it's an issue that you know uh, this, the sixth year potential for sixth year is going to be there for a few more years yet. Um, obviously, you're going to be you know at at eighty five and sixty three moving forward. So it's, 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 going to be different. So I, you just try to balance it out the best you can. I think each position you look at it, um, independently to some degree, you know, um, that was why it was really important to me that to add Sean Chambers as an experienced guy that was moving along in his, his years was important. That's why adding Ravi Alston as an older receiver that had one, one year left was important. Um, you know, and that's as, as we continue to look forward, you know, in this off season, just that balance, if there are high school kids versus transfers, I think we'll continue to have to have uh, an open mind to that. So, you know, um, we had, I think, almost 60 freshmen, whether they were first, second, or third-year guys on this year's roster. Um, obviously, a bunch of those guys became sophomores, but there's still a bunch of freshmen, and then we'll add to this group. So, um you just try to – it's something – for us, to me, it's not about just fixing it all with transfers and thinking you're just going to have all these older guys, and that, that's the best way to do it. We, we are still a developmental program that needs to be primarily built from the ground up. And, you know, it was, what was so encouraging this fall is we had a lot of those second- and third-year freshmen really step up, you know, um, guys that will continue to develop and change who they are, um, a whole host of them. And, you know, now that those guys are becoming sophomores, um, they need to keep stepping up and we'll be, we'll be relatively young as far as the whole senior, junior, you know, sophomore, freshman um, thing goes. But, you know, a lot of those those sophomores are fourth year guys next year. So, you know, that's where that tricky piece of the sixth year will continue to play a part of the way things go over the next couple of years and, You know, this is just an ongoing process. I don't think there's any roadmap. There's no answers. You just got to, I think, look at each position the best you can, dissect the best you can, and be able to put a a squad out there that can uh, win football games.
2: And on the transfer note, I I think that sometimes it gets a bad connotation, but you can really enhance your program via transfers. So in your mind, how do you identify transfers, and, and how does a transfer go about acclimating himself to your program at Montana State?
0: Well, um, I think you
1: you have to f- know more than just what you see on film. So, if you have you know, recruited a young man, I mean, out of high school, if there's some kind of tie there, I think that helps. Um, if you really feel like you know a coach um, at a particular school well, that can give you good information. I do think that's where it starts because the whole acclima- acclimation part is we need a guy that can fit in understanding that he's going to have to come here and, and earn everything that, that he gets, um, not be handed anything. And I think that's kind of the negative connotation that hangs, hangs over a lot of transfers is they just go, go someplace and expect it to be handed the keys. And that's not the way it works. So, you know, with that being said, we've got to find the right type of guy that not only has that right type of character, but then also has the talent and the ability to take advantage of our opportunity. Um, so we're really selective, um, we, we try to do our homework as best as we can, we're not making snap decisions. Um, we did not get all the transfers we pursued and that's probably, uh, that's probably okay, it's just the way it's gonna go. Um, we'll, conti- we'll continue to, to vet some and pursue some as this semester goes and you know, see what comes of uh, you know, any additions at the end of the semester.
2: And last one for me, I know you talked about it last week, but I just wanted to ask you about uh, Sean Chambers, obviously a guy you were very familiar with. What do you think of that dynamic? You had a guy in Tommy Mallott that sort of rose to the occasion and sort of took the FCS by storm down the stretch this last season. So uh, what's that dynamic like and and how do you hope that competition, how do you hope Sean's addition uh, sort of fuels the competition in the quarterback room? Well, I, I, I
1: think I spoke to it last week. I just trying to find what we were looking for was going to be really hard and maybe sean chambers was the only one that you know had the qualities as far as the experience um the ability the leadership the character to be able to take on this this uh this this role you know and the role i think he clearly understands is coming into a program where um we have a guy that's established himself that's had a a great deal of success albeit in a short time Um, and I think he's eager to, 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 to compete with Tommy, to work with Tommy um, and the whole, whole group. And, and that's where I felt comfortable knowing that uh, here was a, a young man of the right character to be able to to compete, but then take whatever he's given, you know, and, and honestly, you know, for us to continue to have quality depth in that room is very, very important. Um and, you know, I think that uh, will always bear itself out when you, you least want it to, your depth at quarterback. You know, there's, I can think of some years where we had guys play every single snap and then, you know, some years where all of a sudden you're playing three, four guys, and if you don't have the next guy to go to, you know, uh, your team train, changes drastically. So with that, I think I'm uh, really excited about what Sean brings to the table as far as his ability. Um, I, he's a three-time captain at Wyoming and that doesn't, that doesn't come lightly, um, in that program. So to come here and have the leadership qualities and be able to add to our, our older
0: group, I think is really important. And I know he's going to compete like crazy.